0: Welcome to Honestly Her, a podcast to help you build the path to your entrepreneurial dreams. You'll hear stories from inspiring and successful women covering how they build up the confidence to take the leap, to live their dream, and to take control. Now, your host, Callie Burr. Hey everyone, thank you again for joining us. I am really excited to have you here today. We have a special guest as always, um, a dear friend of mine and businesswoman that I really look up to and admire is uh, Sarah Nort. She is an online business manager. She is what introduced me to what online business management is and helped me along my way with Unofficial mentorship and guidance, I suppose you could say. She is a lovely person. She's a Canadian, but currently is residing in Israel with her husband and family. And she has a really epic story to tell. So I will go and get her and bring her on the show so she can tell you that story and also give you some hints and tips on how to launch your own business and the things that she found to be successful in doing that. Hi, Sarah. Welcome to Honestly Her. How are you?
1: I'm great, Callie. Thanks for having me here. I'm really anytime, excited.
0: Anytime. You know that I've been <laughs> following you for quite some time, and and consider you to be one of my one of my business idols, I suppose that you'd say.
1: Yes, I'm so I'm so flattered by that. You, <laughs> you really have no idea.
0: <laughs> um. So I suppose for our listeners um, who who haven't been following you for as long as I have or are, are new and new to you, can you tell us a bit about what you do and sort of how that all started for you?
1: Absolutely. So this all started rewind back, I think to about 2011, 2012. I'm sitting at my corporate desk thinking to myself, I need to get out of here. I want to have a family. I can't commute 40 minutes and travel every weekend. It was, mm-hmm. it was too much for me. So I got to the point where um, I was Googling how to make money legitimately working from <laughs> home, right? I didn't want to do any anything kind of like, you know, weird, but I, I, um, I was pretty open-minded and I came across um, what it meant to be a VA and I started to follow people in the industry and I actually started from my corporate desk side hustling as a VA um, and I did that for a few months for like three or four months, and, um, you know, I I liked it and everything, and I liked the flexibility. Well, not I mean, it wasn't a lot of flexibility, but I liked being able to work, make some extra money, and like, I I sort of realized the potential, um, but when I came across, I was still continuously searching, you know, how to legitimately make, (laughs) because I was still, I was like, there has to be more, I need to make more money, I need to at least do the same amounts of money I was doing in my corporate job um and I had a pretty good I had a really good job in corporate too it just was not for me so I came across what I came across Tina Forsyth the International Association and it totally resonated with me like when I saw online business manager I was like that's what I'm doing for my clients I'm helping to manage the day-to-day of their businesses I'm also um you know, helping them grow their teams, like I was doing a lot of that. And I I come from a business development background. So I I was even doing that in my corporate job. Um, And you know, I think for a lot of us who are thinking of transitioning, there's so many transferable skills. So um, I got certified. And that was in 2012. And, you know, flash forward to 2018. Here we are, and I'm actually a certified OBM trainer. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm helping other people who um, want to also have flexibility in their lives, because I've been able to create this really successful uh, multi OBM agency. I've got currently have five OBMs on my team. Um, and it's been very eye-opening it's been a great Mm -hmm. journey it's been so um fruitful for me like personally and professionally to kind of look back and be like no I have actually accomplished a lot Yeah, you (laughs) You know it hasn't been easy all it hasn't been like a you know it hasn't been a cakewalk but you know it's also I would not trade it for the world I would never go back to corporate (laughs) that's for sure Yeah. yeah
0: And how have you found it? You've obviously got um, two young kids and another on the way. How have you found that could be to work around family life and things?
1: Yeah, well, you know, for me, that's the biggest challenge. And um, I'm very, very protective because, I mean, I grew up with a stay-at-home mom. And I think for Mm -hmm. me, part of the whole wanting a family and wanting to leave corporate was like I wanted to kind of provide my kids with that experience. But obviously, like I live in the real world and I recognize that you know, we don't live like 40 years ago where one, you know, one income family could survive and prosper, you know, it's just not the reality we live in today. So I wanted to give my kids the like feeling of having a stay at home mom. But, um, so I'm very, very diligent with my calendar. I have, um, days and times blocked off. I call it my mommy calendar. Mm -hmm. Um, so that I'm available for my kids. Like I will work, um, like My kids are in full-time daycare, both of them. They're five and three. Um, yeah. I will work up until four o'clock. I pick them up. I play with them. They go to bed, hopefully around 8 or 8.30. Sometimes it's a little bit later. And then I'm back working again for like a good couple hours before I sign off. Mm-hmm. And that's just how I've been able to do it. I work. Um, I work, you know, I work hard and I also play hard. <laughs> so... I mean, I think my kids see that I work hard, but they also see that I'm, that I'm around. And I would, I would, you know, for me, it's okay to kind of, because I'm a night, I'm a little bit of a night owl. I don't even, I don't really start my day till 10 either. Because <laughs> I'm like petting around and yeah. drinking coffee and like watching TV. I start, my morning starts very slow. If I wasn't heavily pregnant, I'd I'd like to think I'd be working out then too, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it's been it's been a wild ride, and now with another one on the way, um, you know. Uh, lucky for me, I have my team mm. that I can rely on, and actually afford myself a little bit of. I'm going to be taking six weeks off for maternity leave, um, yeah. which is amazing because you know I usually don't take much time off anyways. But six mm-hmm. weeks, like I don't know what I'm going to do with all that time. <laughs>
0: yeah. So how Maybe. did you go Maybe. from? Maybe. How did you go from being? on your own to actually having a team and having the agency.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So when I, um, when I got pregnant, pregnant with my, with my son, with my second child, um, I was still very much like I had, um, you know, I had someone on my team that was helping me with, I had a few contractors. Like I had Mm -hmm. someone that was helping me with my systems. Um, I knew the importance of systems. I also had a developer and a graphic designer that were kind of helping me, but very, very, in a very, very low capacity. Um, and when I wanted to sort of take my second mat leave with my son, um, I was like, I, I can't, you know, just up and leave my clients Nine. for like, you know, six weeks or even even for a month. Yeah. Even for three weeks, I can't just up and leave. I need to have some measures in place. Um, and so I, before, like in, in preparation for my mat leave, I brought on um, somebody who could work like part time in my business, I, I hired an employee mm-hmm. to help me part time, yes. and I trained her up to be I, like over the course of six months a year, I trained her up to be um, an OBM, hired her on full time. She is she's my lead OBM today, um, you know, and she is absolutely killing it in my business. And I I don't even know how I would cope without her. <laughs> basically, <laughs> she handles she handles a lot of, um, a lot of what I used to do in my business. So I think for me, it was like, am I going to continue to stay in the solopreneur mentality or am I actually going to, um, consider my business a business and start Mm. to bring on people who, who can do things better than me basically. (laughs) Yeah. Because you
0: hit a ceiling as well. Like it's, it's all very well to get up and going and, you know, get things successfully running, but then you actually hit a ceiling if you don't bring in help.
1: Totally. Yeah. So, I mean, and that's really where I was. And I was like, well, I want again, you know, being a mom is my priority. Um, you know, and I obviously still want to make good money doing this, but I also recognize that like, okay, it's going to take money to make money. So I had to, shoot, there goes my computer. (laughs) I just scale. I've got it on this thing. I just scale. I'm like this. I just scale things back a little bit and spend some money in order to like reap rewards months later and, you know, it's like we're hiring on a new OBM who's coming on full-time. It's actually a guy, believe it or not. Um, yeah. We're bringing some, yeah, some male energy into the team. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, so, you know, it's, it's, it's like a, you know, we keep hiring on more OBMs and training them up, um, you know, according to the certification framework. And it's just been really, I mean, knock on wood. Like, I feel like I feel very lucky. Yeah, I really do.
0: Yeah, but I suppose the thing that you've done different, which I've found interesting from our chats, is a lot of people will bring in staff that already have the skill set and things like that, whereas with your few initial staff, you brought in people that hadn't really done the work before to train them up in your way of doing things and your approach, which I found to be quite fascinating. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think because I can, you know, I mean, I don't know, where does that come from? I just... I like to I like to really hire based on personality, <laughs> and I believe that I believe that a lot of what I do in my business, if you have the right work ethic and personality, you know, it's just it's project management, it's team management, it's a lot of people skills, you know. Mm. So I yep. I find that um, not not all like you know, most of the time, you know, people hire VAs, and we do have a couple of VAs on the team that are you know very VA oriented, but. The OBMs I bring on my team, because I think I recognize it in myself, you know, there are so many transferable skills that come from corporate, you know, you yeah. don't need to be a VA. Um, I find a lot of the times VA are very, VAs can be very task oriented, um, meaning they just want to do, and they don't necessarily want to be in the big picture too. Yes. So for me, um, it's more about finding, it's some and some VAs, funny enough, are OBMs, you know, in disguise or Mm -hmm. yeah they're like they are doing the work as an OBM but they're still calling themselves a VA Um, but then they're just the doers and for me it's like I look for um, you know different I think I look for different qualities um, that can come you know just I mean it's not like I'm against hiring VAs I'm not I just find that there are so many women in corporate that want to get out and that are so happy to have a job working from home Mm -hmm. um, and men too so I feel like that's just a little kind of um, well of just goodness that you know they have yeah. all these great skills and they just need to learn a little bit about the digital marketing side and it's not I mean it's it's a learning curve but it's not impossible no and you no. know it, it, I them, you know, I've got the OBM certification it takes me a good you know three to six months mm-hmm. um, and then we're rocking and rolling you know yeah
0: Yeah. So I suppose what hurdles have you faced in your journey? Obviously we've talked, covered a lot about your success and how you've been able to transition into an agency and things like that, which is, which is great. But you know, what, what were some of the hurdles that you overcame and how did you do that?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, when I first started this journey, I had a lot of people tell me that I couldn't do it. Yeah um i had a business consultant basically tell me that my business plan was crap and i mean you know all this stuff so i think you know you have to just and and the other the other part of that hurdle is that you know my friends and family still don't really understand what i do as an online mm-hmm. business manager so i think the the first big hurdle for me was like letting go of the fact that because i'm a people pleaser i am you know yeah. i'm recovering people pleaser um, it's like not really caring that much about what other people think about what I was what I was planning to do, the type of work I wanted to do, and, and, and kind of like ignoring that judgment because they don't know. They don't understand the industry. Um, so that was like the first hurdle was just kind of getting over that and being true to who I was and actually having faith in the fact that, no, I can make this work despite what you all think yeah. of me and this crazy idea that I have. Um, cause like, you know, I do come from a family of entrepreneurs, but you know, it's it, being an OBM in this online world is still very new to a lot of people. Um, and then of course the second hurdle had to have been, um, realizing that it's all fine and dandy to be a solopreneur and do everything yourself. But at some point you get really burnt out. Um, mm-hmm. so I was like, a, I was like really proud of myself because I could do everything and I'm, I'm a real bootstrapper. Like I love doing, I love learning Um, but it got to the point where I was like, this is not healthy anymore. I was working like 15 hour days. Like it wasn't normal. So, um, the challenge was really like having faith that I could manage a team, you know, and even though I had like done team management in corporate, it's, it it was different when I had to make sure that the business was coming in, that the money was coming in to pay the team. So just kind of getting over like that mind shift of like, you know, I can do this. I got a plan. Um, I'm, I, I can, and I, and I did it. So that was like, for me, that was like a huge hurdle. Cause I mean, I always had these, like, I'm, I'll am be honest. I always had the dream of having a team. Mm-hmm. I wanted to have, you look at my business plan way back when I want, I I didn't, this was before I knew what a Inovia was. I wanted to have this like huge agency of VAs <laughs> and like, you know, it was just the most lofty, dreamy business plan, but you know I look back at that and I kind of chuckle and it, it kind of warms my heart because you know I had those dreams and even though I have a team of five OBMs now and, and a few other contractors and I'm totally content like that there was this whole big plan of having like a team of 30 and how I was gonna like ramp it up year after year and it's like no <laughs> that wasn't gonna work so yeah. it's funny but it's like you know I so the team the team part was always something I had my eye on but I just You know, I think it was about kind of like going with the flow and like accepting, you know, things were going to happen the way they were going to (laughs) happen.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's funny that you say that because everyone that I've like been speaking to in the podcast so far and even just in the online space has said about how their families don't necessarily understand what they do because it's all new and unless you're prepared to delve into it and educate yourself, you don't understand it. So then there's this whole mindset issue. So it's, everything sort of comes back to mindset and actually just having that confidence in yourself. So is there anything that you did specifically, or is there any like daily self care practices or anything that you did?
1: Well, words of wisdom, I think, and I, I, I heard this way back when, but it's like, stop asking those people for advice, (laughs) you know, like don't ask those people for advice. They don't, they're not going to give you, they're not going to give you the right kind of advice um in terms of that and then just in terms of like what I do on a, on a day to day um i think it's when when you are aware of the roller coaster of being an entrepreneur that sometimes you feel on top of the world and other times you feel like oh my god is can i go can i go on like this and you're like okay it's just a phase and yeah. you can just take it for what it is so that's my mantra every day you know and i i wake up and i'm i'm actually really happy to go to work because all mm. i need to do is like I you know, usually put on a shirt, leave my pajamas on, <laughs> and I go up to my office upstairs. You know, I drop my kids off. You know, I get some fresh air, and then I'm back in my office. So it's, um, I don't know. It's just so wonderful. I mean, I'm, I'm i I guess I'm a little bit of an introvert, but uh, I do love chatting with people. But I also like to be alone.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, and I'm the same. Like, and I, I, I do love the whole working from home thing, and I, I, I hate the whole idea of corporate and everything that that entails now that I know there's something better. Um, yeah. But at times it, it can get quite lonely is what I'm um, like, you know, if you're a solopreneur and things like that. So um, obviously you've got your group that you can engage with and you've got other entrepreneurs that you've had as a support network and you reach out to them as well. Is that sort of how you operate? Because yeah. I know that's how a lot of others have mm-hmm. been getting through that
1: yeah, I have a really good support network. I have a few, um, you know, I have the the certified OBM mm-hmm. support network, which is huge because I think it's important to have a safe place to vent mm-hmm. not necessarily complain, but just kind of like talk about what you're going through, um, in like a contained area and have other people that are going through the same same, but different situations. So for me, yeah. um, having a network of like-minded women, you, you included Callie, you know, Mm. just having our group of women who are kind of going against the grain in a lot of respects in terms of the industry, um, you know, online businesses and just kind of pushing forth. So yeah, absolutely surrounding myself with like like like-minded successful women is a huge part of it.
0: Mm. Yeah. And so your team, are they positioned Like with you, obviously you're Canadian, but you're not living in Canada and, and sort of where are your
1: team? And (laughs) yeah, my team is like all over the place. So, um, you know, I'm based in Israel, um, and I have most of my OBMs are, so there's a huge population of Anglos living here. Um, all of the OBMs on my team are employed Anglos who are, you know, Americans and Canadians basically living here. Um, Because we've, you know, married, we've married Israelis or what have you, (laughs) Um, you know, followed our hearts, right? Yeah. Passionate people. So, um, and then I of course have, um, you know, I have a couple of VAs in the Philippines Mm -hmm. um, that that work on our team that manage a lot of my day to day. I have a developer and I have a graphic designer here, like contract workers. And then I have my Facebook ads person. I have like a... You know, a few, you know, low simmer contractors that um, work because I, because before I had the agency, I was, you know, when I was revving up to being um, an OBM, mm-hmm. I was, I, I kind of transitioned from a team-based business where I yeah. was, you know, had you know, I was kind of the whole kit and caboodle. Someone would hire me as an OBM and they'd get the OBM, they'd get the VA, they'd get the graphic, they'd get the developer because I had all these team members under me. And then I slowly transitioned to um, the OBM agency model where I, where my clients work less with the team. It's mostly the team just mostly facilitates things on, on my business end. Um, but, you know, there are times when, you know, we'll do a graphic project or my developer will have to troubleshoot something or whatever. You know, it's nice to have smart people in your court.
0: Yeah. So I've been doing that too. So, other than so for people who are going through a phase where they're starting to reach that ceiling level um and they're thinking mm-hmm. about bringing on a team um I know yeah. you do i know you do a um
1: a free little uh course couple of days challenge, day challenge yeah. yeah that helps people it's actually it's actually starting it starts on uh, the ninth it starts on July ninth so okay
0: so I'll we'll we'll the link, yeah yeah, we'll put the link yeah, in just, um. But for those type of people, where would you, you know, other than the people that you've met over there in Israel, where where did you find your team? Is there anything in particular? It's just people that you'd engaged with and you vibed with or?
1: Yes. I mean, I found most of my people through referrals. You Mm -hmm. know, um, actually one one of the people that certified with me to become an OBM, she's also based here, also somebody from my corporate world, She recommended Emily to me. Um, I had a a cousin recommend Galia to me. Like everybody, sort of. I, I, am a firm believer. I mean, this is like the woo side of me, but um, I really believe that you can manifest what you need in your business. Oh yes, might sound kind of kooky but no 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 I I feel like when I when I call yeah when I call when I want when I need somebody I can call them in you know yeah and it also kind of like like Rafi the guy we're bringing on um you know he had seen an ad like his, his friend who knows Gallia on my team had passed him the the application process because they felt like it would really resonate with him so it's just you know, I've just, I just keep my eye open. I'm very open-minded to the people that come in um, to my team. But I, I like to hire my OBMs as employees because there's a certain measure of loyalty and success for the client that comes with that, you know?
0: Mm, mm.
1: Also, yeah. most people that come from corporate, they're not necessarily looking to kind of start their own thing no well that, kind of that's be
0: the scary step isn't it like you know mm-hmm. what people envisage as secure being an, a corporate job and a co- and a contract employment that type of thing when Salary i don't out. know about you but i i don't know since working for myself like i understand that there's highs and lows but really the only thing yeah. that holds you back is you like you're the only thing yeah. that holds you back or that can push you forward um that's right and it's, it's just getting people around that mindset. I don't know what it's like over there in Israel, but at the moment in, in Australia, there's been quite a lot of um, rolling redundancies and things like that. So the stability in the corporate really? world. Yeah, so just huh. lots of different industries are you know, slowing down or going offshore. Um, so you know, huh. the stability in, in employment isn't what it used to be.
1: Mm. Well, I think it's been like that for a long time here in Israel, but... Um, you know, Israel is like the startup nation. So there's a ton of American companies that come in here that scoop up all the really talented work, but you know, working in a, I mean, the, the conditions of working in a startup are not ideal, especially for a woman. I mean, I'm not being, I'm going to be a little sexist here, but no, that's okay. I don't want to, I don't want to be working from eight in the morning to eight at night no, in I mean, a corporate job, even if they're pay, even if they're paying me really damn well, like I still don't want that. So I mean, that was the option. Like if I wanted a really, really well paying job, I was gonna have to sell my soul. And I was like, no, the money is just not worth it to me. I I know I can do this on my own. And you know, just to speak to what you were saying, Callie, about the whole mindset, like it really is only you that gets in your way. I mean, there were so many times where I like I I've thought back and I've been like, Well, what if I like just decided to you know that I couldn't be an OBM or I couldn't be a VA, and I'm like still sitting in my corporate desk, like getting home at six o'clock while having to put my kids into aftercare from four to six. You know, mm-hmm. like yeah, it's not just not. I mean, I know for some people that is the reality, and I'm not judging or anything. But for me, I was I just look back at that. I'm like I could have so easily just said, "Okay, this is my life," instead of making. A change and actually taking risk, and I'm I'm so lucky because my husband is is really supportive of what I do, and always, um, you know, he's always the first person to kind of push me mm-hmm. to do something that's like out of my comfort zone. Yeah, um, and I'm I really lucky to have him in my life because a lot of my girlfriends, you know, bless their souls have not a clue what I do. <laughs> I think more now, they because they see me more online and there's a little bit more visibility, like they're a little bit more in the know, but still, you know, it's still very weird to them.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I it's have weird. the same problem. I mean, and obviously like, a lot smaller and a lot newer to it than you, but um, yeah, I have the same problem when you have family gatherings or things like that. They're like, so what do you do? And it's like, okay, <laughs> where do I start? <laughs>
1: yeah yeah exactly and I feel like you know it's funny because my um the the cousin who recommended Gallia, one of my team members she says to me all the time she's like it's so funny like I only know what you do I only understand what you do and the magnitude of what you do because of what Gallia's has told me <laughs> it's so funny it's like and she's the only one that knows my husband I'm mean, bless his soul he's very supportive but you know, he, we all, we always laugh about it because he's like, I'm not even really sure what you do, <laughs> uh, but it's great. It's all good because you're happy and you know, you're, you, you get to be with the kids. The kids are happy. He's like, so I don't care. <laughs> he's like you can be doing whatever you're doing you're upstairs. I don't care. <laughs> I was like, all right, relax.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we, how long have you been doing it for now then, Sarah?
1: Wow. I think like officially since 2012. Yeah. Wow. That's quite quite a while. The time, like time really flies. It's kind of scary. Yeah. It feels like just yesterday, you know, it really feels like just yesterday, but in the last, like since I've become an OBM and since I've started growing my team, my, my revenue has significantly increased Mm -hmm. along with my expenses, obviously, because I have more team, I have, you know, all, all of that, but you know, I always – one of the things that used to really stress me out at the beginning was with when it came to team was, well, if one client leaves me – because, you know, as an OBM, I have, like, three or four clients max. So mm-hmm. it was like, well, if a client leaves me, there, there goes 25% of my revenue. Yeah. Um, so that really freaked – that really used to freak me out because I was like, I can't – you know, then what? Um, or what if two clients leave me? You start to think of, like, worst-case scenario. Um, so bringing on team for me meant – it was spreading the risk. It meant that you know our agency could support twenty five clients instead of mm. four clients. But like if one client leaves now, it doesn't feel we don't. It's just a blip. It's not yeah. like a huge, um, you know, dreadful experience where you you. I just don't want to feel. I didn't want to feel at the whim of anybody's you know power kind of thing.
0: Yeah, I was like to ride the roller coaster at. of entrepreneurship. Yeah, yes.
1: yeah. Yes. Yeah, I mean, team made my biz- team made my business more stable and more fun because um, I get to work with incredibly talented uh, women who I feel like I inspire and or I, I make an effort towards you know inspiring them and nurturing them and making sure that they are happy mm. as part of this. You know, I think it's important for women to it's just like you do, Callie, Like you know, we raise each other up. Yeah, um, you know that was a big thing for me to begin with. Like I, I, I really wanted to make a conscious effort and a concerted effort to help women who wanted to be moms or just women who wanted to work from home and not kind of get sucked into that corporate, you know, because here um, I'm, which I think it's, it's still like, unfortunately like this in the whole world is there's a big pay gap between men and women. Yes. Like, even when I was in corporate, I, I had an MBA, I'm working in corporate and you know, the guy sitting in the desk next to me that is way less qualified than me is making like almost 50% more Mm -hmm. income. So I just, I was like, I can't, this is not going to work for me.
0: Yeah. And you know what I love as well? I love the fact that I remember like in corporate, I would have to go, you know, for increases and things like that. You'd have to go and like really present, you know, why you're worth this much. Screw that! I know I'm worth this much. I'm putting in the work. I don't have to beg and plead and kiss your butt to get a pay rise type situation. Totally. Don't have to do that.
1: Or asking asking for vacation time. Like I need to be able to go see my family in Toronto when they need me, not when I don't need to ask anybody for permission. And the great the greatest part about this is I just take my computer, and Mm -hmm. if I need to, I can work from anywhere in the world. I mean, as long as there's solid internet. Nothing is really going to stop me. And childcare, right?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So you've evolved quite a lot. You started as a VA, then you were a solo OBM. Now you've got a a team and an agency, and now you're doing training as well of certification for OBMs.
1: Certification for the OBMs and team growth training, yeah. For for entrepreneurs as well. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, where can you go from here? Like, you've sort of covered all these bases (laughs) already
1: going to take over the world. Yeah. <laughs> my next, my next thing to tackle is speaking engagements. Like once I, I really want to start, I want to do more, you know, speaking on the stage because I have such a fear of it. <laughs> so. But
0: you're con- you've conquered <laughs> online like, quite well.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I have. And you know, there's always trials and, tri- and tribulations, you know, on the team. Um, there's never a dull moment uh I know it's not dramatic or anything by any means but you know it's 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 ongoing work to have a team you know it's no it's not like it's no easier than working than when it was when I was working in the solopreneur I just feel more secure now so yeah the team is always forever um you know a piece of it's a piece of the action really there's never a dull moment and Um, I think even the team can keep me really quite engaged for the next few years. And then eventually, I don't know. I don't know what I'll do. Um, But I think, you know, part of my mission is to really educate other women and men that there is a life outside of corporate. Mm -hmm. There's, you know, I make way more than I ever could have made in corporate doing what I do now. Um, And I also have flexibility and I'm available to my children, which is the most, and my husband too, which is the most important (laughs) part of all of this, really.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, and that's, oh. that's key. I think, you know, especially in Australia, I have found, I know you've got quite a few Australian clients, but I know um, Australia yeah. has been quite slow off the bat. Clients myself have been quite limited in Australia. It's predominantly been the US and the UK. Um, but yes. I think even more in Australia now, they're starting to come around to the fact that, you know, having a virtual support network is actually more cost effective and it's not all uh-huh. scary woo-woo people hiding behind cameras and computers and things like that. Like they totally. are legitil- totally. le- legitimate business people and things like that. So I think the more we educate, the more people will get doing those type of jobs and the more businesses will get, you know, seeking those type of services
1: yeah it's so true. I mean, and even in the last few years, like I, I attended a digital marketing conference every year and and a few years ago they I, they had no idea what an OBM was. Mm-hmm. This year, I people didn't look didn't give me any kind of sideways glance when I was like, I'm an OBM. they're like they would say more to the to the idea of I need one of those on my team. And then the other thing that I've noticed um, in the last, even just with the certification and seeing, You know, as I'm as I'm even bringing more women into my network that are OBM certified, like they're working a lot more with brick and mortar type businesses. Yeah. Yeah. Which has been really, which is. It is, and also, I mean, those businesses are very. um, You know, there's a lot of a lot of revenue coming into some of those businesses, and there's such a lack when it comes to like things that can happen online or managing virtual teams or managing projects using all of this technology that. You know Cali for us is really like second nature mm. you know Slack and teamwork and all these things but for those kinds of clients they're just like blown away by <laughs> the kind of things that we're using and I'm like this is just what we do every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's cool. It's cool.
0: So I suppose it's nice to feel- what are you what are your you know just sort of in obviously in you know giving some information back to people who are about to take this leap or are in taking this leap and in their first few steps, Mm -hmm. what were some of your first like critical things that you needed in your business, whether they be apps, whether they be, um, programs or anything like what were your go-to you couldn't live without?
1: Yeah, I would say, um, my teamwork PM project management tool. I, I, you know, I, I, or any kind of project management tool. I think it's, even if you're working solo, you still need to be mm-hmm. organized um, with your clients and with all that stuff. Um, you know, obviously having a computer that you really love, like I'm an Apple user, I will forever be a computer snob. It makes me happy. Mm-hmm. I don't care how much, you know, everybody makes fun. You know, I just, there are certain, you know, creature comforts I think we need as, as work, you know, I need a nice office space. Yeah. Listen, and this is coming from someone who used to work on their porch, <laughs> in the winter the rain like i mean obviously this doesn't happen overnight it's something that i aspire to uh, the other thing that i did right off the bat was i hired a coach when i was the va when i was when i was navigating the va world because i was also in corporate i thought well you know i'm going to i want i need to i need to ramp this up because i wanted to have i wanted to get pregnant like and i wanted to get out <laughs> so yeah. i was like what's the fastest way to get From point A to point B, um, you know, and so I hired a coach and um, I got so much out of that, you know, and that kind of skyrocketed my, made me ramp up my VA business very fast so that, um, you know, I was, I, by the time I was, I was being, becoming an OBM, it was like, it was such an easy transition for me because I had, I had really gone through, I had run the gamut of what it meant to be a VA in like under, under a half a year. And I was like, okay, now I'm ready for like the next step. Um, yeah. So, you know, I think, and I think just, you know, a lot of the times us entrepreneurs, you know, women, men, doesn't matter. You know, we have freelancers are kind of like hesitant to invest in our own businesses because we're not really looking at as, we're not looking at it as a business, but you know, for me, um, I had a landscaping company when I lived in Canada. Like I've always, I I had had business experience and I, and I've always come at it from the place of like, you know, it takes money to make money like always. So I've never shied away from, you know, attending, spending money to attend conferences and flying across the world to San Diego to do that, like, or wherever, you know, and, and investing in the certification for me, investing in, in, in coaches, you know, I coach with Tina now, um, you know, with the whole certification thing, because she's coaching me on, you know, training others type stuff. So it's like investing in like the things that are really going to impact your bottom line. I think it's like a a mental thing. Also masterminding with what with other women that are doing what you want to be doing. Like it's there's so much value in collective thinking about things and just um, helping each other instead of like hindering each other. So I just think it's like, you know, you have to be, you have to be prepared to invest in yourself emotionally and financially,
0: Mm, you know, whether it be
1: giving yourself the time or space because I think a lot of the times us moms, we we have such mom guilt, like, you know, and, and I think, you know, it's for me, like, I know a lot of people don't want to put their kids into daycare or whatever, but like, you know, for me, it was important for me to be able to put my kids into daycare so that I could make this business work I mean I kept them both home until they were a year old but after that I was like you're on your own <laughs> <laughs> and, Bye. and like that's not for everybody yeah well I, it, I think so too
0: but yeah yeah they get yeah. to socialize they make yeah. their own friends and yeah
1: totally and they have their own little personalities oh yeah I think it's been really it's been really great but it was, it was so hard at the beginning like I couldn't let go I think I put my daughter in my first baby at like 14 months because I was like I couldn't let go Um, but (laughs) at the same time it was working like 15 hour days and like still breastfeeding and like oh god it was like I don't even know how I survived those times in my life (laughs) it was exhausting it was exhausting my my life is different now it was so worth it you know it's hard work but it really pays off
0: yeah, you know? I don't reckon I've worked as hard as I have for myself as I ever could have in corporate. Like I think the passion no. and drive and the amount of hours and everything, but like you, I wouldn't change a thing because, you know, mm-hmm. you, you're building a life that you want and that's, that's what the whole purpose of this podcast is, the whole purpose of, you know, groups like yours is to help women, men, whoever, to live a life that they love on their terms because we're so blessed to do that now.
1: Yes, it's so true. It really is so true. Absolutely. Like I just, I feel, I feel very lucky um, to be able to do and work and and make a good living doing what I do. So it's a a privilege, you know, and I also feel like it's important for me to sort of, I had people help me along the way and I feel inclined to sort of um, return the favor in a sense Hmm. and kind of, you know, keep that going. You know, yeah. all the people, all the coaches helped me along the way and were very transparent with me about um, how to run it and didn't, you know, didn't hold back. Like, I'm very, even in the certification, like, I mean, if you talk to any of the students, like, I'm like an open book. I don't, you know, I don't hold back because I don't, I want people to really see the, see it for what it is, you know, yeah. but also know that it's like, anybody can do it. You know, it doesn't, I'm not like, I'm not a unicorn, you know, although, <laughs> although I make some of my clients, some of my clients might think I am, <laughs> but definitely they see the they see the real side of it. You know. Yeah. So, so and
0: when's your next certification running? Um, so people. So, yeah, so the next
1: actually. Yeah. So the certification actually kicks off um, at the end of this month, but the next uh, we're closing. We're we've closed applications. The next one will be in September. Mm-hmm. Um, but they can go to obmcertification.com and apply, um, and they get some bonuses beforehand um, so to get them prepared for starting the certification in September. Um, We also have the Team Growth Challenge. So the other program that I offer is a lot, and and this this is really for OBMs, VAs, but also for just our business owners because what I was finding was like, my God, I mean, there are so many, I'm sure you've experienced this, Callie, but – there are so many businesses out there that are sort of successful despite themselves, you know, they have a great product and they're they're selling like crazy, but the back end of their business is like a total hot mess. And you know, their team is all over the place and it's so stressful. So um, team growth formula kind of came about from just my own experience growing my team. And um, so I do this challenge and it starts on Monday, the 9th, July, the 9th. It's a three-day challenge, and it's just all about tips and tricks on team growth and kind of ramping that up.
0: Mm. Um, so they can
1: go to saranocad.com forward slash challenge um, to, to also sign up for that. It's a free challenge, and it's really just meant for it's, – it's mostly, although we do have some brick and mortars come on there, it's mostly for online businesses who are, you know, wanting to, to hire more team, who are wanting to get out of that – preneur mentality, you know, yes. systematize, bring on team members, you know, that's what I'm all about. Like, I, I think I recognized a long time ago that I wasn't good at everything. I hate writing. Um, you know, I, I I am very, if you're familiar with the Colby score, I'm very quick on the, I'm very high on the quick start, but low on the follow through, which, which means that, you know, I, I'm, I get very enthusiastic and I have a lot of ideas, but then like, <laughs> I fall short when I'm actually completing them. So, yeah. you know, and I, and I think when you're aware of these things about yourself, you can hire the right team members to kind of come in and help you. So I, I needed a team from the beginning. That's yeah. the secret to my success, really.
0: <laughs> no, but that's important. Really. It's important to
1: really, you know...
0: Own your strengths and then hire in for your weaknesses because there's no point trying to juggle it all on your own. But it's just getting to that no. phase where you can bring in those other people or have those connections yeah. you can call on.
1: Yes, and you know it's like having a baby. There's never a good time, you know. no, no There <laughs> is a good time. It's never gonna be like oh, you know, the, the floodgates open and like now is the time. You know, you have to sort of carve out and plan for it and, mm. you know, and accept that things are not going to go 100% and that's okay. Like, yeah. just with having this baby, I'm like, oh, God, it's August. It's 40 degrees here. What was I thinking? <laughs> like, having this baby in August. Like, it's so hot here, but, you know. No. It is what it is. It
0: is what it <laughs> is. Well, thank you so much for coming on. You've thank given you, us a wealth of knowledge. Yes. anytime anytime and yeah i'll definitely drop the links to the 3 day yes. challenge and also the obm certification in september um and yes. and yeah thanks again and if anyone's got yeah, any so questions much,
1: that's yeah. okay they can always reach they out to yeah they can find me on uh, on social they can find me in the confident obm facebook group where i can be found <laughs> too
0: <laughs> excellent excellent thank you thanks, so much honey. thanks for listening to honestly her join us for our next episode when you'll gain more information ideas and motivation follow the podcast on facebook for special offers and more episodes at facebook.com honestly her